Welcome to the Driving Your Marketing Podcast, where small business entrepreneurs come to discover the strategies, systems, and tools to kick their marketing into high gear. If you want to go from surviving small business owner to thriving entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get ready to roll. All right, welcome everybody. This is Eli Delaney with Your Marketing University and the Driving Your Marketing Podcast. And we are here with another show today to share fun, cool stuff with fun, cool people that I meet from throughout the world to show you how you can market yourself more effectively. And the key thing with this is we started this podcast with the purpose of showing people that marketing does not have to be scary, complicated. It doesn't have to be expensive. As a matter of fact, I've actually had people say it's like black magic or voodoo before. And my goal is to eliminate that myth and show you there are things that you can do that'll make a huge difference in your success without having to have a big budget, without having to hire a big expensive marketing company. You can definitely hire coaches and consultants like myself or like today's guest, but we don't have to be the people that, you know, you have to have the $100,000 budget to work with. And so today I've got Alicia Kramer. She is a renowned mindset expert, an author, business coach, consultant, and a serial entrepreneur, which is always something we like to have here. Uh, she's been written about on Forbes. She's also been a guest on other shows, including ESPN Denver and Fox News Radio. And she has been doing all kinds of fun stuff as not just mindset work, but also she's a marketing consultant. She's got over 15 years of experience, and she is here to share how you can help change your mindset around everything you do to create success. So Alicia, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, first off, tell us, you know, what did I miss? When I, when I talked about your bio here, what did I miss? Tell us a little bit about your story. Well, I'm sure we could say that there's probably a lot of things that you missed. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, I've I've dabbled in a lot of different things. <laughs> so, uh, you you covered the the highlights. Um, you know, I went to school for marketing uh, back in 1999, uh, and I'll tell you that not not a single thing that I learned. Uh, has really been applicable. <laughs> Actually, I dropped out um, because I I was working a, a full-time job and being a, a brand new adult in the real world. And most of my experience has been from kind of the school of hard knocks, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and back in 2002, I paid, I think it was like $3,000 for a like a workshop, uh, a live in-person workshop with Frank Kern and Sean Casey Mm. to learn how to start an online store. And I wanted, oh my God, did I want to be in business for myself and be successful and live the dream (laughs) and work a few hours, have all the time freedom and the financial freedom and all the buzzwords that uh, were so popular uh, back then and still are a little bit today. Um, we'll just say that it did not go as expected. Um, <laughs> crashed and burned and ended up filing bankruptcy on my first uh, my first official business uh, when I was quite young, actually. Uh, as discouraging as it was, I picked myself up and dusted myself off and tried again a couple of times, never really uh, failing quite as hard, but also not really 
diving into it um, with the same tenacity until I got pregnant with my son. I was uh, 28 years old. I was managing a cell phone store, and I had a part-time business that I was doing, um, providing some holistic services. And I hated the idea of shipping my son off, my newborn baby, to some daycare, some stranger, while I was, you know, working in this job that I just hated. And uh, that was kind of the, the catalyst to really buckle down and learn how to be a business owner and learn how to market, learn how to sell. And, you know, I had a lot of those skills already, but it really became about taking it to the next level. And I, I bootstrapped my way and uh, long story short, you know, here I am today uh, with a very different portfolio than I initially expected those many years ago. Very cool. You said a couple of things in there that I think are really important that I want to, I want to come back to. The first thing was the, the funny thing is about you went, when you went to school for marketing and realized that none of it's applicable in the real world, uh, which I, I find very funny because I had the exact same situation. I went to school in for marketing and web design and actually found more and more, you know, I was walking into the classrooms teaching my teachers of what the right thing to do was. And we find that you know, not everybody is in this situation. So I will, I will put it out there because I get some people that get very upset with me when I talk about traditional schooling, not quite giving you what you really need. But we've been, we've seen time and time again, where a lot of times they're using 100 year old case studies that don't apply to a small business, like a startup situation. And we find that it isn't quite the same. So the, the interesting thing, you brought that up. So you realized that you started with that marketing degree, but marketing is so much more than what you actually learned in school. And you learned from the school of hard knocks, which I think is probably the best teacher out there. I can say from personal experience and pretty much just about everybody that I know out there has learned from that situation, especially coming into that crash and burn scenario that you talked about as well. Mm, yeah. And having worked with a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs at all different stages in business and in all different industries, you see a lot of similarities and you also recognize there is not a one size fits all approach. Mm-hmm. You, you, it's not a buy the book, paint by numbers type of thing. It's really individual based upon the, the business's goals, their objectives, their values, their budgets, uh, their industry. There's so many different variables. You really have to be adaptable and uh, think outside of the box. Right. And I like that that you have to be adaptable. I think that's huge. That phrase right there makes a huge difference because so many people go into the the package. Like I, I know Frank Kern. And Frank is good. He's an amazing guy. He's probably one of the smartest dudes that I know. Um, but, you know, if other parts and pieces of your business aren't in place, you know, even his stuff, which is pretty amazing, may not necessarily work. And I think that's where you came into that situation of, okay, where, what are the other pieces that aren't going in the right area? And I'm sure you probably took some stuff away from that, that seminar that still to this day are helping you, but they're just different than what you might have expected to begin with, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. In fact, I can say that I've really invested a lot in myself in, in learning from a lot of really, really smart people. And what I found is 
you have to find what like kind of like the gold nuggets that really fit for you and you you kind of piece it together so everyone that i have learned anything from there have always been certain pieces that are really really valuable and a lot that don't apply so you got to really ask yourself you know how can this work for me or how can i adapt this strategy to fit my model my business with my goals and my values and my budget and when you come at it from that perspective instead of just trying to do exactly what um, the kind of template is based on whatever program you're enrolled in or invested in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's so critical because if you're doing something that is not the right fit for your business, it can actually have an adverse effect. Oh, definitely. I couldn't I couldn't agree more with that. You know, it's funny because I've been doing a, a lot of the interviews that I do for these are with people in all over the world. And that same theme is coming up more and more. I'm noticing a lot where it's like, people are saying, don't fit into a, the box that you're told is, you know, what, or whatever it is you're being sold. So maybe you're going to a conference or a seminar, or you bought a training program, or you got a coach or a mentor, you definitely take everything you can from them, but don't necessarily expect to be just like them. When you're, if you're mimicking somebody else, you see somebody else who's successful in what you want to do. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to copy everything they do. You have to learn from their experiences and then take the pieces that fit you and integrate that into your own strategy, your own personality. I guess it would be a good word for it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I completely agree with that. Right. Now, one of the other things you said, I think it fits really well in, in the real topic we're talking about today, which is mindset. And you said after everything else that you did, you know, you, you started your business, you went going, you, and you crashed and burned, you started again, you were doing the full-time working, part-time trying to launch your business again, but it wasn't until your son that that was when things changed. And I think that goes around your mindset, your big why. What is it that makes the big difference? Because a lot of times there's a, a something that clicks that makes the difference. And it's not a strategy. It's not a new site. It's not like the next social media site comes out and that is the key to your success. It's usually something else and something bigger and a lot, a lot deeper, something more, more in your heart that comes out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I've seen this in virtually any life change for myself and my clients. So it doesn't matter if you want to start a business, if you are finally ready to commit to your business, maybe it's been more of a hobby. Uh, It doesn't matter if it's losing weight or quitting smoking, or it does not matter what that life change is that you want to make. There's always a fundamental first step that needs to happen, and it is internal. Otherwise, success is, is just, it's just a dream. It's just a hope. It's just a wish. There's no real power behind it. Everybody says that they want more money, and they want this, and they want that. And some people will even say, but I tried really hard. Well, what's the difference between people who are really, truly trying, but they're not getting the results? It always comes down to that mindset, that decision point. It really is 
a pivotal uh, shift that takes place internally. When you've had enough with the old struggle, you, you're, you just literally say, enough is enough, this has to change. What is that catalyst for you? You know, what is, what is going to make the difference in your kind of internal, external stance, what you're willing to do to finally achieve what you want? And that's so important because there's so many people that start businesses and they never get traction. And that's a big reason why. Right. I love that. You just said some, one, one phrase right there that I want everybody listening to pay attention to. What are you willing to do? Because I think that is like the missing step in a lot of situations. People say, I want this, I want that, I want that, you know, I want a million dollars, I want the big car, I want the big house, whatever it is, you know, and it may not even be that big. You want to, your want may be, I want to give my, my kids the best education possible, or I want to help my church. Whatever your want is, the, that piece, that goal, um, it doesn't matter what it is, but that's the catalyst to get you started. But the next piece is, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to actually take action on? Because that's usually where things start to kind of drop down. People go, oh, well, I, I want this, but only if it's convenient. And that's the part we need to get away from. Well, and that actually is a telltale if you've really made that committed decision. Because if you haven't, no no strategy, no course, no action in the world is going to get you to where you want to be. So the, you know, you hear people say when the rubber meets the road, you know, you mm -hmm. have to take action and work hard and pound the pavement and this and that and everything else. Well, the problem is if you really have not gotten your mindset right, you're, you might actually start out you know, you might take some action. You might even take big action. You might invest uh, a lot of money into coaching or a program or make some sort of investment towards your business. And people do maybe a couple things here and there, and then it just kind of fizzles out. They lose interest. And when someone is really, truly committed to a goal, it's like you have this almost unlimited energy. You can do and accomplish more than you even realize you were capable of. Things that in the past would seem like hard work feel natural. I mean, yeah, you're, you're working and you're putting in a lot of time and effort, but there's just a certain momentum that you're riding. And you can oftentimes relate that you know, think back in your life to different things that you've accomplished. You know, when you really set out to accomplish something, it's like you made that decision. You were going to do it. And that was, that was just it. You were going to do it. You didn't know how. You didn't know when. You didn't know any of the details. But you knew you were committed. And that's when you had the achievement. Uh, a lot of times we say that we want things. And we don't really have that true conviction. And that, that's when we don't follow through. Right. And that makes so much sense. And it is it is true because it's funny. You know, everybody talks about the, the concept of, you know, you know, turn your passion into a business. And I think it's actually needs to be flipped around. You need to be passionate about what you do 
And if you love what you do, that's awesome. You really should love what you do. But the reason for that is not because that's the important piece. The point, the point is that by loving what you do, it's not going to be work. It's actually going to be easier. Therefore, you're more motivated to keep doing it. And as entrepreneurs, we all know we're going to have bad days. You know, it's going to happen. And the ones that get into a business that is just purely financial, you know, they're in it purely for the money, which unfortunately we've all met those kind of people. They end up basically as soon as it's not fun anymore, they move on. Where some of us, I mean, I've been doing this technically. I mean, I, this company we've had for, I think, eight years. My previous company was my web and graphic design company, where that's how this company actually ended up getting started. And that company would be 22 this year. You know, we actually just officially merged the two organizations two months ago. And but for me, I mean, I'll, it does, it's not uncommon for me to work 12 hours a day and not even blink. It's like, to me, it's just, it's just work, you know, and I'm having fun with it. To me, it's almost like a hobby. Only I get to do my hobby every day and I make a lot of money doing so. That's where the energy comes in because I have a blast with it. And I think mm-hmm. that's the key. That's where people need to go. Okay. You need to be committed and become, get excited because then getting up and going to work is, is awesome. It's fun. You don't want to be that person who gets up and hates Mondays. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's a distinction between motivation and inspiration. Motivation is where you need to will yourself to get moving. You need to give yourself the pep talk. (laughs) You really need to apply a lot of energy and effort to get some some movements to get going and it's it's not as sustainable as inspiration mm-hmm. because when you're in you know when you feel inspired that's when you're putting in the 12 hour days and people are looking at you like what are you doing don't you need a break and you're like no I feel amazing I still have this and this and this and this and that to do that's the distinction between motivation and inspiration. And sometimes we do need to motivate ourselves because we do have off days. But when you're doing something that you're aligned with, there's a lot more inspiration that you're taking action from. And that's usually the the distinction also with respect to your level of success as well as your income. Oh, definitely. So, so as we're talking about this stuff, this is all, all great. Let's talk about things that people can actually do in order to implement this stuff and put it into place. What would somebody's listening right now? I guarantee you we've got at least one person says, okay, this is, this is awesome. I get it. I understand. But now what's, what's my action step? What do I need to do here? Well, that's a really big question because we've kind of opened up a can of worms <laughs> talking about a lot of different a lot of different things here mm-hmm. but i would i would be willing to bet and i'm not a gambling type of person but i would be willing to bet that there are quite a few people listening that are sitting there thinking you know what i think i might fall into that category of not really being fully committed and that is a really uncomfortable place to be because on the one hand, you know that you want to be more successful in your business. You know why you want it. You want it for your family. You want it for yourself. You want it to have a better quality of life. 
You want to make a positive difference doing something that you feel good at or passionate about, but you're just not quite getting the results that you want. You find yourself having to motivate yourself. Uh, you're, you're seeing obstacles all around you. You're seeing the, the dollar signs when it comes to marketing or advertising or bringing uh, staff onto your team to take your business to the next level. And all of these different obstacles are keeping you from going from basically where you are right now to where you really want to be. If you're really being honest with yourself, you know that there's a whole nother level that you want to be operating at. So in terms of an actionable step that if that's you, <laughs> what you can actually do to start to shift that energy right now, today, is to sit down with yourself. And this is, this is really having a, an intimate conversation with yourself, a real, true heart-to-heart. I recommend sitting down with a notebook where you can actually jot down some of your thoughts because what what we're doing here is we're looking at what are your beliefs? What are those kind of, you, you hear the word subconscious beliefs oftentimes, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's not entirely accurate because the, the things that are holding us back, our fears, our doubts, our insecurities, they're not really unconscious or subconscious. It's just that we're so used to them, we oftentimes don't even realize that we're thinking it. We don't catch ourselves in the moment. It's, it's there. It's like noise in our head. And there's no warning bells going off when you're thinking those thoughts. So this is where you're really going to sit down and you're going to be brutally honest with yourself. You're going to write down this is what I really, truly want. And this is why I really, truly want it. And be as honest as you can about this. This is so important. It is not what other people think success is or, you know, kind of keeping up with the Joneses, right? I want to have the the two nice cars in the garage and the, you know, trophy wife, (laughs) (laughs) the million dollars in the bank, just because then I'll feel like I'm successful. No, this is about what you really, really want. So what do you want your business to look like? How many hours do you want to be putting in? Where do you want to live? I mean, what does that really look like? Do you want a team of people? Are you doing things in your business that you should not be doing, that you should have staff that's doing? So get really clear about that and why you want those things. And right after that, that's where you're going to do all of your yeah buts. So this is the beliefs that are actually stopping you from doing the things in your business that are going to get you to that next level. So what are your yeah buts? So if one of your goals is to have people working for you that are on your marketing team, to have a sales team, or to do whatever that's going to take you to that next level. There is a voice in your head (laughs) that is saying, yeah, but I can't afford that person 
or I need to do it myself because if I hire someone, they're probably going to be incompetent. So all of these limiting beliefs, write them down so you can literally be kind of face-to-face with that stuff that's going on within you that is directly keeping you from taking the actions in your life and in your business to get you to that next level. A lot of people don't realize that simply being completely lovingly but bluntly honest with yourself will shift a lot. A lot of stuff will shift for you. Uh, And sometimes you need a little bit more than that. Maybe you need a coach or you need a you know, whoever, whatever, <laughs> to help you <laughs> to overcome some of your stuff. But if if you just do that, and you do that somewhat frequently, so I, I liken it to um, maintenance, you know, <laughs> you got to do your maintenance, you got to clean up your mind stuff regularly, because you'll accumulate a lot of really crappy beliefs that are holding you back. And you won't even realize it until you actually sit down and do this. Right. Very cool. This is this is a very powerful exercise. And I, I'm going to say for everybody listening here, go out and do this. I've done similar exercises, not quite to this degree, but I've done them before, and they can be very powerful. Now, I want to I want to catch you on one thing and see see what is your what is your thought on once you do this, you got your yeah buts. How do you deal with that? How do you overcome those pieces? Because we know that those are the things that are holding us back. Um, how do we, you know, how do we actually acknowledge it and then break through that piece? So you typically want to do this in kind of an incremental step-by-step sort of way. And what I mean by that is a lot of people, uh, especially when I was doing general hypnotherapy work, they would contact me and they would expect some form of kind of like magic bullet, right? So I have some mystical powers and I can use my special mind control powers (laughs) and make all of their problems go away instantaneously and they miraculously become millionaires. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, folks, it does not work that way. (laughs) Um, So it's more of an incremental type of shift. Now, I'm going to give you a simple exercise that is so effective. Please do not disregard it because of its simplicity. So when you are looking at this list of what you want, why you want it, and all of those old limiting beliefs, you're going to find probably some patterns in there. Now, if, and I'm going to use an example here just to make this a little bit easier to understand. So let's just say that you really want to hire someone. You want to bring someone onto your team. Maybe you need some help in in sales. So you want somebody doing some phone sales for you. But you've previously had a limiting belief that you don't know if they're going to be competent. They might misrepresent your company. Is it really worth spending the money on this? Um, You know, all of that type of stuff. Now, what you want to do is you want to catch yourself, first of all, anytime you go into that old story and ask yourself, What do I prefer? So what would I prefer happen? Well, maybe you would 
infer that you connect with the perfect person who just so happens to be at the perfect price that you're comfortable paying and they come in and they really take ownership of their position they represent your company and they start bringing in massive quantities of revenue and really take your business to the next level take a lot of responsibilities off your plate and your your business really starts growing now that seems so obvious <laughs> that's not the way that the mind works and a lot of people don't realize that the mind will by default go to what you don't want mm -hmm. and you'll go into a cycle of thinking about what you don't want so you are now deliberately catching yourself when you go into those old thoughts and you're asking yourself what do i prefer and you are going through this process now in your mind of what you want. What is the ideal situation? And you notice that you actually feel relief when you do this. Like prior to that, when you were thinking all the negative stuff and all the fear-based beliefs, you feel very constricted. Your body actually feels kind of like tense and tight. And when you start to think about what it is that you would prefer, what you want, the ideal situation, you actually feel yourself release some of that constriction. There's a, a, an element of just releasing and relaxing and letting go. And you're actually retraining your thoughts. You're retraining yourself to expect something better. And if you keep catching yourself and doing this anytime you, you go into any of those old negative beliefs, and now you're going to be more aware of them because you did that exercise and you identified all of them. So each time you catch yourself going into negative expectation, you're rerouting your thoughts. Very, 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 very powerful. I love it. And it's so funny because you, you, you preface this with don't disregard it because it's so simple. And yet it is completely simple. And I totally see where it works because this is where the visual visualization really comes in. And there's been studies out there that have shown that, you know, like, I don't remember where the studies first came out, but there were studies that uh, a team of basketball players was broken up into two different sections. And one section actually went out and practiced and the other section visualized. They sat there, closed their eyes and thought about them out practicing. And that team was just slightly less successful than the ones who actually did practice. And that was because mm -hmm. they visualized it. They put it in their head of what it is they really wanted and helped train their brains to do the right things, to take the right actions, which would give them the results they were actually wanting. And I mean, this, this yeah, kind funny, of process funny has story. happened. I just, just yeah, want to ahead. interject real, real quick because mm -hmm. this is, <laughs> this is um, kind of similar to, to what you're sharing here. Mm -hmm. um, I remember many years ago, um, my, my boyfriend, he, he loves golf. And he said, you know, you've got to come golfing with me. And I really wanted to, but I'd never been golfing before. So I found some hypnosis for golf. And I listened to that hypnosis for golf. And I, I watched golf on TV. And I was really immersing myself in just the energy and imagining myself going out there and, and golfing. And he took me out for the very first time. And I apparently 
like blew everybody's mind because here's my first time golfing and I'm doing really, really, really good. And, (laughs) (laughs) and never had training, never had any, any experience, never worked with a coach or anything like that. Now I'm not saying that you just need to go out and hypnotize yourself and then, you know, immediately you're going to be great at everything. But what you said is so true. And now if you can combine that mental work with the practice, that's where your results really become exponential. Right. I love that. And I, that is such a great story. Um, and, you know, we're, we don't have time to go into it, but I think you and I have talked just briefly about the fact archery is my big thing. And I have actually a very similar situation. I have, as of the time of this recording, I just did my first competition, a tournament in the longbow division. And didn't even think that I actually did all that well. And just locally, there is still a regional thing, but just locally, I came in first place. And this was my very awesome. first time. And it was because I, I did that exact same exercise. I sat there and said, okay, this is the visualizations that I closed my eyes and just imagined where was the arrow going? Where was it going to land? And that's how I did as well as I did. And it's funny because we all have these kind of stories. And by the way, we're using sports as examples of this. Now, just for everybody, in case you guys, somebody's new and doesn't know me all that well, I'm not a sports person. So we're just using these examples because a lot of people can relate to them. And these are personal stories. But guess what? This happens in everything. I've had the same thing where I've actually sat down and done this, this exact exercise with working with clients before I actually had a meeting. And lo and behold, the meeting turned out almost exactly the way I visualized it, the way I thought it through. What I wanted to happen ended up pretty much happening and maybe some slight variations, but for the most part, it was almost word for word. So this stuff does work. Expectation is so powerful and, uh, we're always projecting with our minds, with our thoughts, and with our beliefs what we expect the outcome of any given situation to be. So I highly recommend, and I love that you share this because this is something that I oftentimes will teach my clients as well. Play it out in your mind. What is the ideal? Get some feeling into it. How do you want to feel as you have this meeting or if you're doing this this presentation or this talk you know really go through it in your mind and feel how good it feels feel your level of confidence your clarity get yourself into that right mental state before taking the action i've taught for years i've taught my clients that before you sit down to do anything in your business make sure your mind is right get your energy right first Because if you're working on marketing or if you're having a sales call and you've got bad energy, it's going to come through. Oh, definitely. I couldn't agree more with it. This has been some really good stuff. And I think, you know, usually when I end these calls, I I always say, what's that one, you know, what's the one action step people need to do right now? I think this exercise really should be it because it's such a simple thing. Sit down, get a piece of paper, write this out and just, I mean, once you do it, you're going to see how this works because the more clear you are on what you want. And I want to clarify one thing too, while you're doing this, you want to be as specific as possible 
with these results and as specific as possible with how the conversation is going to go. Or, you know, if you're trying to figure out where your big picture goal is, be specific. Don't say, I just want a lot of money. Say, I want, you know, $10 million in the bank or, you know, not just say, I want a nice house. You know, what's the house look like? How many rooms does it have? What color is it? What part of town is it in? The more specific you can be, the more you can solidify this event in your head and it becomes more real mentally. Therefore, you're more likely to make it happen in reality. Awesome. Very cool. So thank you so much, Alicia. This has been really powerful stuff. I think this is definitely not our normal show. Uh, usually we're talking a lot of strategy and tactic and the latest, greatest tools out there and stuff like that. I think this is this goes back to the foundational pieces that I, I say time and time again that you've got the foundations and which today's show fits that qualification drastically that are the things that if you do this right, the other things are going to be much more effective. And so that was why I was really happy to have you come on and talk today. So people, I guarantee, are going to want to find out more about you, connect with you in the online world. What's the best way for them to to see what you've got going on? The the best way is, is definitely my website. There's links to um, my, my products, uh, hypnosis products, mindset products, uh, as well as finding out about coaching, connecting with me through social media. And the website is aliciacramer.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A-C-R-A-M-E-R.com. Awesome. Very good. And I will definitely be sure to include that plus all your social media links and everything in the show notes as well. So with that, again, Alicia, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I really appreciate it. Uh, for everybody listening, if you got value out of this, do me a favor, go to iTunes, pop in there, say hi, do leave a review, just let us know what you thought. And of course, you know, you know, you can get a hold of me anytime. And of course, Alicia, thank you again. And if there's anything that I can ever do to help you out, just reach out and let me. Absolutely. It's been so fun. Thank you so much for having me on, Eli. All right. Thank you as well. And for everybody listening, thank you so much. Get out there. Have an amazing rock star week and we'll see you on the next show. Take care. Hey there, this is Eli again and I got a question for you. Do you have a roadmap for marketing your business? If you're consistently looking for new marketing ideas just to keep your business going, then you need to check out smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com and download the free special report that I created to help you create a marketing plan that will thrive in any economy. Again, that's smallbusinessmarketingroadmap.com. Go get it, read it, and start the road trip of your lifetime. See you on the other side.